Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Caught on camera, new video showing the funnel of an EF3 tornado barreling through the parking lot of a local Pfizer plant. What's next for the thousands of people who work there? Then a local couple buried in the rubble of their home after a tornado. I watched the bathroom and the house come apart. Hear how they sheltered in their bathroom to survive. We all love Chloe. It was an afternoon of both love and grief. I'll show you how family and friends honor the life of a five-year-old girl who lost her life to gun violence. I'm tracking a weekend break from the big heat that you'll feel how long it lasts and the storm chances coming after right now it's seven o'clock let's start here with that look at the funnel cloud this is that tornado that hit Edgecombe and Nash counties dash cam video is what you're looking at from a contractor a van that was parked in the parking lot at that Pfizer facility that got nailed by the tornado debris as you can tell flying everywhere Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Dan Haggerty. Today, Pfizer's CEO stopped by that plant to talk about the impact of this storm and what it will mean for the community. WRL's Matt Tallholm was there to learn more about the effect on employees and the hospitals across the country. This facility produces 8% of all the sterile injectables used in hospitals across the country. Those are the little vials you see for vaccines and IVs. Some of those are destroyed inside here. Right now, power crews are working to restore power inside here. That's the first step before inspectors and engineers can get inside to look at the damage done. This is our first up-close look at the damage to Pfizer's plant in Rocky Mount. The company's crew shared this video as they got their first look from the ground. Racks stacked to the ceiling with boxes of raw material, supplies, and finished medicines collapsed and folded beneath the mangled metal roof. This is where most of the damage was done to the facility. Oh my God, dude. When this EF3 tornado tore through Wednesday. Until now, we've only seen the damage from Sky 5. Pfizer says two. 2,250 employees were inside this factory. Every one got out safely. I start by saying thank God. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla visited Rocky Mount to see the destruction that's taken one of the world's largest facilities of its kind out of commission. Borla says it will take weeks to get production back up and running. The company is promising to pay its employees while the plant is closed. I want to assure all that we are committed. We will do it. We will bring things back Order. Right now, the drug maker is still working to figure out what specific medicines may be lost. I asked Borla about the impact on supplies to hospitals across the country. What kind of shortages could we expect of those kind of drugs? We are assessing the situation. I don't think that we know right now what type of shortages we may have. Um, right now, there are at least six weeks of inventory uh, out there. Right now, the company is looking at ways to shift some of the production from this facility to its Sanford plant until this one can reopen. Pfizer also says it is offering disaster relief assistance to its employees who were affected by this tornado. Matt Tallhelm, WRAL News, Rocky Mount. We've also been hearing from a slew of officials, local, state, federal, all offering to, to have support to help Pfizer 
to open as quickly as possible. Uh, some more video to show you of that tornado. Uh, same tornado, but this is one hitting a mobile home park, uh, the Pocket Mobile Home Park, just minutes before the tornado touched down. This Navy vet and his wife and their dog, they jumped into the bathtub, took cover. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Well, the tornado, it didn't matter. It still destroyed that home of Michael Poisner. Poitras and his wife, Deborah, who now is uh, under hospice care. They watched from the bathroom as the roof came off and crumbled overhead. They were buried under the rumble, but survived. I heard it start cracking, and I knew everything was going to be gone the way it sounded. It was just an eerie crackling sound, and we lost everything, everything. Both went to the hospital with minor injuries. The couple's now staying with family. Their insurance ran out on the home that they built just last month. A very difficult time for them, for so many people. If you're interested in helping those folks caught in the tornado's path, the Rocky Mount Area Chamber of Commerce and United Way, uh, they set up the Twin County Tornado Disaster Relief Fund. Anyone can donate. 100% of the money goes to people affected by the tornado. You can make donations online or by mail. We have those details on this story on WRAL.com. Just search tornado. Yeah, I want to bring our viewers into the WREL Live Center. Good evening. I'm Chris Lovingood. I want to point your attention to this screen right here in the Live Center. So it's a little wobbly, but this is I-440 westbound near I-87. And behind the sign, there was some kind of crash, but it's blocking it right now where you couldn't see it. And that car right there has its hazard lights on as it's going forward. I want to play video, though, to kind of show you what was there before. We saw at least two ambulances there, one of them taking off. And within the last few seconds, even though it, we don't ha quite have the video for it, there was a truck that was towed away. It seemed to be some sort of white pickup truck. Not quite clear what exactly happened here, but we're being told that the uh, right lane is going to be closed in that area. But clearly this video, I mean, it's moving, so that seems to not be the case. Uh, I want to show you just real quick on the map where this is. There's 440 and then there's I-87, but we didn't see any activity there because it seems as though it's cleared up, but we're trying to double check with Raleigh police to see if that's the case. We'll update you as soon as we have more information, including what exactly led to that crash. All right, Chris, thank you. A final goodbye to a beautiful young girl, Chloe Fennell. She's the five-year-old who was killed in a shooting earlier this month in Durham. WRL's Destiny Patterson was at the funeral today. This parking lot was completely full today. It's clear just how big of an impact Chloe Fennell had in her five years. People wore pink in honor of her today. Her family says it was her favorite color. While the air was thick with grief, time after time, the sanctuary was bright as family and friends wore pink in honor of five-year-old Chloe Fennell. She was a ray of sunshine. Loved ones stepped up to the mic one by one, crying and laughing in honor of her. A little tomboy that also loved dolls, hot fries, and chicken nuggets. You can see in the, in, in the pictures, oh, what a bundle of joy. She was just getting started. Chloe was a victim of gun violence on July 5th. Her mother's first cousin, Brian Luster, faces several charges related to her death, including first-degree murder. Her 15-year-old cousin, Destiny Sidbury, tried to shield Chloe. She was also shot and is still recovering. Destiny loves you.
destiny wish it could be. Chloe, I don't have the answers to why you're not here anymore. Your tragic death has left an enormous impact on all of us. An impact felt across the community. We all loved Chloe. Family and friends say she always had a smile on her face, and now they're turning to their faith to get through this difficult time. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Durham. The former Durham gymnastics coach accused of inappropriately touching four underage girls was found not guilty today by a jury. Stephen Manos, the former owner of Bull City Gymnastics, was indicted in 2021 with four counts of sexual battery and four counts of taking indecent liberties with a child. The four accusers were all girls under the age of 16. Manis's attorney said she and her clients are relieved by today's outcome. She argued touching is part of high-level gymnastics and her client never had sexual intent. Just because someone feels uncomfortable doesn't mean the other person has any improper intent. I hope that the public realizes how damaging these types of accusations can be. In a statement, the district attorney's office told us they want to thank the young women who testified, adding, quote, these cases are never easy, but it matters when survivors step forward. We encourage anyone in our community who has been a victim of sexual assault to know the Durham DA's office believes and supports you. All lanes of US-1 and Carrier back open now, hours after a motorcyclist was seriously injured in a crash this morning. Reckless driving led to that accident on US-1, and as WRL Shelley Jackson reports, police are looking for another driver who left the scene. As you can see, traffic is flowing pretty smoothly on the northbound lanes. That wasn't the case earlier this morning when traffic was barely moving and backed up for at least a mile. This was the scene on northbound US-1 this morning. According to Cary Police, there were two motorcycles driving recklessly before the crash. Both of those were driving uh, at a high rate of speed, weaving in and out of traffic at the time that this collision occurred. One of the motorcycles hit the back of this Dodge Charger. It was involving a off-duty SHP member. Driven by an off-duty state highway patrol sergeant. The second motorcycle driver took off, and police want to talk to that person. We're looking to speak with them just so we can get a full account of, of what happened. The injured motorcycle driver is hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. If you know anything about the crash or who that second motorcycle driver is, Cary Police would like to hear from you. Shelley Jackson, WRAL News, Cary. New tonight, we now know who will be officially running for Durham's uh, mayor's race next year. You can see here on your screen everyone who has put their name in the running. They're hoping to replace outgoing Mayor Elaine O'Neill. Durham's mayoral primary is nonpartisan and takes place in October. Coming up, we hear from our state's former health director for the first time since taking over as head of the CDC. How Dr. Mandy Cohen believes the agency can improve. Plus... A Fayetteville woman dedicated to helping homeless veterans is now a national hometown hero. Because when I think about a hero, it's, I definitely don't think about myself. We'll tell you more about Stacy Buckner's quest to help homeless veterans. And how does a drop in the humidity sound? We'll get a little bit of one, but I'll let you know how long it lasts into the weekend coming up.
the president of the UNC system received nearly half a million dollars bonus during Wednesday's Board of Governors meeting. In a unanimous vote, the board approved a one-time payment of $475,000 as a, quote, incentive compensation for Peter Hans to be paid into his retirement account. The money awarded was based on his annual performance review, which praised Hans and his creation of a, quote, more efficient operation and not raising in-state tuition for the seventh straight year. The extra compensation more than doubles what he is making this year with his salary just under $425,000. Today, we are hearing from Dr. Mandy Cohen. You know her so well, and the country is being introduced to her now. She's taken over the top job at the CDC. Cohen led our state's health department through the COVID-19 pandemic, as you know. She says communication will be a major focus as she takes the lead at the federal level. If we want to protect the health of every American, we have to first make sure that we are building trust with the American people. And I know some of that trust was lost in the last few years. Um, but I'm here to refocus the organization on building that trust. Cohen brought a similar message to meetings with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle this week. She says, a, uh, says public health is a bipartisan issue. Stacy Buckner is not a veteran, but you wouldn't know it by the way she's been taking care of homeless veterans for the past eight years. Because of her, she's been named a national CNN hometown hero. She told WRL Fayetteville reporter Gilbert Bays she's humbled by the honor. Well, I've known Stacy Buckner for years. Photojournalist Mike Jordan and I have interviewed her on countless occasions about her work for homeless veterans. Like this garden, for example. You see these cherry tomatoes? These are for homeless veterans. All right, so, so what do we have here? Uh, we have some bell peppers. These were provided by Bonnie Plants. And um, the, just one pepper plant will supply about 50 veterans. Stacy Buckner started this veterans veggie garden on the campus of Service Source, an organization dedicated to helping those who served our country. During the week, Buckner hits the road in her specially equipped Jeep. She's on a mission with her company called Off-Road Outreach to find and help homeless veterans. It takes boots on the ground to get back there, find them, and meet their needs. We provide clothing, food. There's a full kitchen in the back. We also do laundry. Hey, what's up, brother? Buckner will never forget providing a makeshift shower for a homeless veteran who hadn't taken one in years. Went out showered her and it was it was truly life-changing for her i mean she i never saw her smile until that day bugner's eyes are on the future she wants to get veterans off the streets starting with these three tiny homes that were wheeled to her by a veteran who passed away affordable housing 290 square feet where uh, we want to get the city to back us and have 25 more after this three for bridge housing and uh, wraparound services this is the stuff that heroes are made of, but don't call Stacy Buckner a hero. Because when I think about a hero, it's, I definitely don't think about myself. When I think of heroes, I think about the vets that I serve daily. Now, even though Buckner is not a veteran, her dedication to those who have served is unmatched. In Fayetteville, Gilbert Bay's WREL News. Also, since when do heroes think of themselves as heroes? That's part of the, the DNA that they're made up with, I think. Uh, congratulations, honestly, to Stacey Buckner for all the work that she's been doing on behalf of the homeless veterans in our area. Her work is truly incredible, and we've provided a link to a seven-and-a-half-minute CNN version of the story that you can find with this story on WREL.com. Check it out.
A member of one of Raleigh's first all-girl scout BSA troops just completed her Eagle Project. Quite an accomplishment. It's a pollinator-friendly butterfly garden at a senior community in Raleigh. Caitlin is her name. She fell in love with the residents at Magnolia Glen, where her mom works as an occupational therapist. Caitlin was five when I started working here. Um, she was on a year-round schedule, so she would come by once every track out and visit with the residents and come with me to work. And um, so she's now 15. And so she's grown up here and she sees some of the residents here as her grandparents and extended family and loves to come visit. She is a rising sophomore at Panther Creek High School. Great pictures. Well done. She wants to work with seniors when she's older, just like her mom. You can read this full story on WRAL.com. All right, let's talk about the weather this weekend. It's finally cooling down a little bit. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now with the outlook. It's going to feel good. I know it's uh, upper 80s. It's not cold by any means, but it's going to be relieving. Yes, it is. It's going to be a nice feeling July day. Today, we had 97 degrees for the high in Fayetteville, just to put that into perspective. So, you know, upper 80s sounds pretty good. It's 93 there in Fayetteville right now. 91 degrees in Raleigh at Dix Park. Remember the sunflowers, they're in bloom at Dix Park. So if you need a cool place to visit this weekend, it's free to do so. You will see the field full of sunflowers out there. And in Durham at the deep out, 91 degrees right now. The current muggy meter looking pretty good. We saw this fall throughout the day. We started out in the upper part of the steamy category. It's now pretty tolerable feeling. The dew point, the measure of moisture in the atmosphere, 63. Tomorrow, we could get down in the comfy category, and that is pretty good for July. Can't ask for much more than that. Upper 80s and comfortable humidity, it's about as good as it's going to get. There could be a few sprinkles, though. That's the downside to tomorrow. It would be very low impact. It would be quick, and we'll get to more on that on Futurecast in a moment. Sunday, 90 degrees the high. An isolated storm is possible on Sunday, and the humidity starts to inch back up as we start to see our east wind drawing more moisture from the ocean. For tomorrow, mostly cloudy at times, and we'll have the potential for some of these spotty showers. This run of future cast is kind of worst case scenario, but it stresses not all the rain that you may see on the radar tomorrow would actually reach the ground. We're going to have a lot of dry air in the lower levels of the atmosphere, so it's possible that some of that rain actually evaporates before it ever touches the ground. But just a heads up, there could be a few sprinkles out there. We're not expecting it to be a washout by any means, but you may run into a little bit of rain. If you are headed to the pool tomorrow, I wouldn't let that stop you. I think you'll be able to find some nice window windows of time to be out there. By noon, we're at 84 degrees, upper 80s for the highs, and dinner time temperatures at the pool should be around the mid 80s if you want to hang out that way a little bit longer. Your temperature outlook as we head into the end of next week and really the end of the month time frame, we're looking at above normal temperatures for most of the country, and we're included in that here in North Carolina. Looks like our big ridge of high pressure will pretty much stay put. One thing to note, maybe it shifts east a little bit. Unfortunately, the southwest that's been really suffering from the heat still likely to see above normal temperatures, but the above normal isn't quite situated over them. So that may be a sign that we start to see that ridge shift to the east a little bit. And if we look at our rainfall outlook during that same time period, below normal rainfall expected. So we may be headed for a drier period. And you can start to see that showing up as we head into the seven-day forecast. This weekend, a 30% chance for rain tomorrow, 30% chance of storms on Sunday. 
The best chance of a summertime storm would come on Monday. After that, temperatures climb and rain chances go right back down. Still just that small 20% each day. After all, it's the summer months, so right. sometimes you can see some pop-up storms. But for the most part, I think the big story will be the heat building back in next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Kat. The Chavis Memorial Park is known for its carousel and summer camps. After the break, we hear from the woman in charge of restoring and renovating it. It is summertime, you know that, and that means that a lot of families are out and about visiting all the wonderful places around our area, like Chavis Memorial Park. It has been a staple in our community for nearly 100 years, holds a great deal of history. Throughout the years, the park has seen a lot of popular attractions come and go, but now some are hoping to bring some new life back into it. And the woman behind its restoration and renovation says she's happy with its growth over the past couple of years and wants to see it continue. People used to come from all up and down the East Coast to Chavis Park. Chavis Park is a gem in this community, and we want to be able to keep it that way. Love says that some of the new plans for the park include an aquatics facility. She hopes to also bring back other athletics like football and baseball fields. Hey, let's talk about Women's World Cup. It's that time the U.S. national team will play their first match tonight against Vietnam. These six NC Courage players are representing their re respective countries on the world stage in this international tournament. Defender Emily Fox and goalkeeper Casey Murphy are playing for the U.S. This morning on Fox 50, the coach of the NC Courage told us why Fox and Murphy deserve to be on the national team. Uh, I started with them in 2016 in, in their first Youth World Cup. So to see them now in the, at, with the first team is a, is a fantastic evolution for them. Um, Emily just joined us this year, a real dynamic player, great on the ball, uh, plays, likes to play an attractive style, and Casey's one of the best goalkeepers in the world. It's great to know we have some of the best in the world playing right here in our area. Here's a look at the U.S. Women's National Team training, uh, getting ready for the game in, uh, in New Zealand. They're going to go for their, their third straight Women's World Cup title, which has never been done before. Looking at a chance at history here. And remember, tonight's coverage against Vietnam starts at 845. You can catch all the action on Fox 50, your home for Women's World Cup. We appreciate you being with us tonight. What a week it has been. Thanks for joining us here on WRL News. Our next forecast, our next newscast rather, with a forecast, 10 o'clock on Fox 50 and 11 o'clock on WRL. Have a great night and a wonderful weekend. watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.